Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesday's Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Now today's question is something a lot of people can relate to and struggle with. And I hope that when they are listening to this program, it will shed some light on the subject If you know someone who struggles with this problem, please forward this very program to them so that they can get the help they so urgently need. Okay, so the question is, what does the Bible say about suicide? The Bible mentions six specific people who committed suicide. Abimelech in Judges 9, Saul, 1 Samuel 31, Saul's armor bearer, also 1 Samuel 31. Excuse me, um, Ahitopel, I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, 2 Samuel 17, Zimri, 1 Kings 16, and then the more familiar one, Judas in Matthew 27. Now, five of these men were noted for their wickedness. The exception is Saul's armor bearer. Nothing is said of his character. Some consider Samson's death an instance of suicide because he knew his actions would lead to his death. You can read about this in Judges 16. But Samson's goal was to kill Philistines and not himself. The Bible views suicide as equal to murder, which is what it is, self-murder. God is the only one who is to decide when and how a person should die. We should say with the psalmist, My times are in your hands. Psalm 31 verse 15. God is the giver of life. He gives and he takes away. Job 1 verse 21. Suicide, the taking of one's own life, is ungodly because it rejects God's gift of life. No man or woman should presume to take God's authority upon themselves to end his or her own life. Some people in scripture felt deep despair in life. Solomon, in his pursuit of pleasure, reached the point where he hated life. Ecclesiastes 2 verse 17. Elijah was fearful and depressed and yearned for death. 1 Kings 19 verse 4, Jonah was so angry at God that he wished to die. Jonah 4 verse 8, even the apostle Paul and his missionary companions at one point were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired of life itself. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 8, however, none of these men committed suicide. Solomon learned to fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind, according to Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13. Elijah was comforted by an angel, allowed to rest, and given a new commission. Jonah received admonition and rebuke from God. Paul learned that although the pressure he faced was beyond his ability to endure, the Lord can bear all things. This happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 9. So according to the Bible, suicide is a sin. It is not the greatest sin, 
it is no worse than other evils in terms of how God sees it. And it does not determine a person's eternal destiny. However, suicide definitely has a deep and lasting impact on those left behind. The painful scars left by a suicide do not heal easily. May God grant his grace to each one who is facing trials today. And may each of us take hope in the promise everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now we go to the follow the next question and that is if a Christian commits suicide is he or she still saved? It is a sad fact that some Christians have committed suicide. Adding to the tragedy is the false teaching that committing suicide automatically consigns one to hell. Many believe that a Christian who commits suicide will not be saved. This teaching is not supported in the Bible. According to the Bible, suicide is not what determines whether a person gains entrance into heaven. If an unsaved person commits suicide, he has done nothing but expedite his journey to hell. However, that person who committed suicide will ultimately be in hell for rejecting salvation through Christ, not because he committed suicide. See John 3 verse 18. We should also point out, however, that no one truly knows what was happening in a person's heart the moment he or she died. Some people have deathbed conversions and accept Christ in the moments before death. It is possible that a person who commits a suicide could have a last second change of heart and cry out for God's mercy. We leave such judgments to God. The suicide of a believer is evidence that anyone, anyone can struggle with despair and that our enemy, Satan, is a murderer from the beginning. According to John 8 verse 44, I can't stress enough that suicide is still a serious sin against God. According to the Bible, suicide is murder. It is always wrong. Christians are called to live their lives for God. And the decision of when to die is, God, is God's and God's alone. Why should I not commit suicide? Maybe you are thinking about committing suicide and you are in a place of total despair. Our hearts go out to those who have thoughts of ending their own lives through suicide. If that it is, is you right now, you may speak of many emotions such as feelings of hopelessness and despair. You may feel like you are in the deepest pit and you doubt there is any hope of things getting better. No one seems to care or understand where you are coming from. Life just is not worth living or is it? If you will take a few moments to consider letting God truly be God in your life right now, you will prove how big He really is. When we read Luke 1 verse 37, it says, For nothing is impossible with God. Perhaps scars from your past hurts have, past hurts have resulted in an overwhelming sense of rejection or abandonment. That may lead to self-pity, anger, bitterness, vengeful thoughts or unhealthy fears that have caused problems in some of your most important relationships. Why should you not commit suicide? Well, friend, 
No matter how bad things are in life, there is a God of love who is waiting for you to let him guide you through your tunnel of despair and out into his marvelous, marvelous light. He is your sure hope and his name is Jesus. This Jesus, the sinless Son of God, identifies with you in your time of rejection and humiliation. The prophet Isaiah wrote of him in Isaiah 53 from verse 2 to 6, describing him as a man who was despised and rejected by everyone. His life was full of sorrow and suffering, but the sorrows he bore were not his own. They were ours. He was pierced, wounded and crushed all because of our sin. Because of his suffering, our lives can be redeemed and made whole. Friend, Jesus Christ endured all of this that you might have all your sins forgiven. Whatever weight of guilt you carry, know that he will forgive you if you humble, receive, humbly receive him as your Savior. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you. Psalm 50 verse 15. Nothing you have ever done is too bad for Jesus to forgive. Some of his choicest servants committed gross sins like murder, for example, Moses, murder and adultery, King David, and physical and emotional abuse, the Apostle Paul. Yet they found forgiveness and a new abundant life in the Lord. And when you read 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Why should you not commit suicide? Friend, God stands ready to repair what is broken, namely the life you have now, the life you want to end by suicide. In Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 3, the prophet wrote, The Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Come to Jesus and let Him restore your joy and usefulness as you trust Him to begin a new work in your life. He promises to restore the joy you have lost and give you a new spirit to sustain you. Your broken heart is precious to Him. Psalm 51 verse 12 and then further on from 15 to 17 it reads, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. Will you accept the Lord as your Savior and Shepherd? He will guide your thoughts and steps one day at a time. Through His Word, the Bible. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. We read this in Psalm 32 verse 8. Then Isaiah 33 verse 6. He will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Proverbs 18 verse 24. 
In Christ you will still have struggles, but you will now have hope. He is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you in your hour of decision. If you desire to trust Jesus Christ as your Savior, please pray this following prayer with me. By just speaking these words in your heart to God. God, I need you in my life. Please forgive me for all that I have done. I place my faith in Jesus Christ and believe that He is my Savior. Please cleanse me, heal me and restore my joy in life. Thank you for your love for me and for Jesus who died on the cross on on my behalf. Amen. You don't have to struggle through this alone. There are always hope. Jesus is always there. He's just a prayer away. And there are always people who are willing to listen. Don't take everything upon yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, episode. Till we speak again next week. Shalom.